but also I'm a square, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more of an, like an obtuse triangle, I'd say. Yeah, fair. Okay. I'm an equilateral. Yeah, or, yeah. or a rhombus. Yeah, yeah you're definitely mm. Okay, we like rhombuses. Very sexy Those shape. Those are cool. Very sexy yeah, yeah. shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends by accident. Podcast house on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degan and Kristen Mandela. Okay, so we have a very exciting episode today. Um, this is also Heck the yeah. second time recording because I messed up my thing, but that's my bad. Um, but that's not why it's <laughs> exciting. It's exciting because it's our first interview podcast ever. Um, we have a guest today and he is an incredible artist, a podcaster himself a musician, and one of my <laughs> oldest friends. And I'm just going to hype him up because I, I do love him dearly. And his name is Travis McKenna. Welcome to the podcast, Trav. Welcome. Absolute amateur hour up in here, all right? You know I what? Know. Just I, I pressed the loop button. I don't know what I'm doing over here, all right? We have, we have Chloe the, the producer on here. here. We need Chloe also, the producer on here. Also, you said such nice things in the first intro, and now, like, like you like no, oh. there's literally zero evidence and i will go to my grave you're a scumbag I'll now she's it. like he has two eyes a nose and a mouth it's travis, travis. <laughs> he walks up right and can read my best buddy no first so I, the first recording uh she said like some super nice stuff and i was just complimenting her i was like wow i was like you know you sometimes you don't always say this stuff like out into the world and i was like that's so nice of you and then yeah. we recorded like, she came oh, we're back gonna have in to stop right was, here we're going to have to stop we're right stop right Travis, <laughs> shut your mouth yeah that's some <laughs> kind of bit of a conspiracy the universe is like we do not want that information out there we need to keep our yeah. like image the same no. you know what well, i'm saying what we were saying was is that mm -hmm. for a very long time because we've been friends for so long we came up in middle school together we had like a lot of drunk nights in um, his basement growing up, like a lot of formative years. And we've talked about it a lot in his podcast as well. Um, too many jams. But what I think is so funny is that I think it was purely a defense mechanism that I'd roast you in public and then like sing your praises in in private. I'd be like, Charles, my best friend, get off the phone with him, be like, love you, love you. And then in public, I'd be, or, yeah, I would just be such an asshole because I just wanted people to think that I, I didn't want people to think that we were dating. And I don't know why that was so important to me, I guess. That's also. A yeah, but it, my... it always like it always like sewered me a little bit because. Like when when a girl does that to a guy, everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, like that guy's <laughs> in the friend zone so it hard." It hurts. Yeah, and also and, you and were always like, so nice to me in public. You'd be like, "This is my best friend, this is my girl," and I'd be like, <laughs> "You're a loser. You're fat." But in <laughs> like, in private, I'd be like, "You're fat. You're a loser." No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one's gonna love you. Yeah. No, uh, no, no. Yeah. It, 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 you. It was literally. I I keep bringing that up because that was only like a brief period of like. Maybe seven. I know it was years just like the that. university years where you were like a frat bro, and I was like, I don't know how to feel about you right now. Um, um, yeah, but you I do always say, Trav. I was saying, I was like, she talks so highly of you to me as well. Totally. She's never said a bad thing about you. She's like, oh my god, he's the best guy. He's so great. Blah blah blah. No, I, I know. I, I'm just giving her a hard time. She's yeah. It's it, and honestly, it was like one conversation after we lived together, and I was like, hey, I was like, listen, you're gonna have to stop. Chill it that. on the comedy. You're gonna have to <laughs> chill. It, it, yeah. Like it was literally she. She had just like sewered me the hardest she'd ever sewered me, and we had a little sit down. Like yeah. basically got some girl at I a party. I thought I was being like, really funny, but I think I actually went too far. Yeah, I was that getting almost a lot. death death threats at a party based on uh, <laughs> this conversation. Um, so I just I had a little sit down and said, "How we talk, you and me in private, you know that's uh, 
it's too much. Yeah. Let's, well, I mean, or like get, get the positives of those out in the world. Like how, how, how we yeah, I needed to balance our the universe a little bit. Is. I had to flood with some compliments too. So let's just get into it quickly with what this episode is going to be about, because we didn't let's ask you for no good reason. We asked you because we think that you'll be, be able to provide some, um, if not good and helpful, hilarious insight into the world of sex and dating. I think yeah. you're somebody that's been dating casually for a long time. You've spent a lot of time single. You've spent some time in a longer relationship. Lots of learning in there. I've been there for many a heart to heart. Um, and I think it'll be fun to dive deep into what co- what COVID dating has been like uh, and kind of where, where you're at. Do you want to give like a quick synopsis of like what you're about? Yeah. So <laughs> your, your, your relationship status, your favorite. Yeah. Sex let position. us know. Let's just go. Yeah, I'm definitely, um, first off, let me just say, uh, you know, it's an honor to be the first guest on your podcast. Um, both you guys, I was really hyped up when, uh, you announced it. I've been listening loyally, except for the last, I don't know, just put one out recently because it took a bit of a hiatus. I'm going to be honest. I, I haven't checked recently, but, um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for you guys and you're doing well so far and thanks for having me on. And yeah, you know, in terms of what you just said, um, you reached out to me about 15 minutes ago and I was chilling. <laughs> We're very and, organized people. I do yeah. not have adult ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I like to consider myself, uh, you know, a bit of a lifelong, you know, a bit of a lifelong learner, you know, <laughs> just, um, <Okay. laughs> just really student of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just come at it with an open mind, you know, open yeah. heart all the time. Open and, butt. Uh, definitely an open butt. Um, <laughs> and uh, I find myself uh, still struggling, even, even with that, that attitude but uh mm-hmm. yeah i don't know like i i would and say what do you what do you like struggling with when i say when i ask like with that attitude uh <laughs> i don't know actually because like it, it really depends how you frame it but i i would say yeah. i i had um i've i've gone through so many phases um mm-hmm. i would say my f- brief synopsis in high school i thought i thought i was actually probably more traditional Right off the rip, I thought you oh. like someone, you hook up and you date, and that's like all the cute cute stuff. I didn't know about like being a hoe or a fuckboy, actually. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, you were also uh, 67 pounds, not to be rude, but it would have been. I was about, 100, about 140 pounds, six foot three, so you know, I was, okay. I was frail. <laughs> but uh, I actually don't know my weight, but yeah, I, I, uh, I like this girl. I remember I got attention because I was cute, but like, Nothing really happened until like 16. I liked this girl. And then we kind of like had this magical kind of first. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like we're dating now. Like we're boyfriend and girlfriend. And she mm. and she was a bit older. And she's like, she was like, no. She's <gasps> like, she's like, we can like, it, no, that was just like, we can hook up with other people. It's called, it's called like, she introduced me to this whole like casual sex thing. Wow. Yeah. I and feel I was like, like that's young though. Like at like 16 to be introduced to that. Or, or is 15. that just the ethnic I was 15. being like. What? 15. That is yeah. young. Is okay, it? cool. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was, to be interesting, I, I don't know. I feel like the, the I guess courting and relationship to, like, the stuff is pretty high dating school. Scene, I feel that that feels a little bit early to me, but also I'm a square, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more of an like an obtuse triangle, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay. I'm an equilateral. Yeah. 
Yeah, or, yeah. Or a rhombus. Yeah, yeah you're definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, we like rhombuses. Very sexy Those are cool. Very sexy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she, she kind of introduced me to this. I wasn't so hyped on it at the time, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, like totally. And then I realized the total power imbalance because she went out and like was able to have sex with multiple men, and I could. I was 15. I had no idea. Nobody yeah. else was into me. I went to an all guy school, you know. Yeah. Um, so then she. <laughs> so you're she, like, wait a was, second. This is really benefiting. Yeah, you. I was this like, isn't really like, benefiting. This, me this is really much. working well for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I remember the whole time I was like, still kind of like liked her, but I was like, I guess I'm cool with this because I'm deep down, I am a guy, so I was like somehow able to handle it. Um, and then mm-hmm. you know she come through, we'd still hook up, and and then eventually she's like, I want to date you. And I was like, okay, tight, 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 cool, 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 came around. Cool, 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 yeah, yeah. And and then I learned the second lesson on my lifelong journey. Right when she said she liked me and she wanted to date me, another girl from our friend group came out of the woodwork and said, I've liked you the whole time and I want to hook up with you. (gasps) And I'm like, where were you? Where were you earlier during my period where I was able to do this? And then anyway, it was this weird thing because they kind of knew each other where as the- rational but emotionally unintelligent 15 year old boy i actually told the first girl i was like hey i was like you know what i was like now that i think back it really wasn't fair i didn't hook up with anybody else and then you you did and then now you come back and i i you know i think i i should do this to level the playing field like it made sense in my mind and she was like totally and i was like cool you're so cool that's why we're gonna be great and I went and did it, and it wasn't cool. And <laughs> then I was like, then I realized that I knew nothing, and nothing made sense. And I kind of went after that. I didn't get a girlfriend for a while, and I kind of like used it as like uh, it was weird. It kind of it didn't really mess me up, like, but I didn't yeah. want a girlfriend again. I was like, fuck these girls. Like I was like, I don't care. Like it kind just, of generalized like, your experience with women because you were like, you felt a bit manipulated. Yeah. And confused. That's kind of a formative year, confused, though. Like, yeah, that's that is... 15, and, like, that's such a huge year. And especially if, like, the girl is older, you kind of think that that's, like, you know, like, Bible or, like, law or whatever. I do think like, that oh, early yeah. dating experiences can really mm-hmm. make or break people's adult relationship experiences. Totally. Because I think you really do go into, like, f- compartmentalizing and characterizing, like, all genders into, like, categories where you're like, oh, women are all like this, and men are all like this. Mm-hmm. If you have, like, a lot well, of shitty experiences when you're young, and then you're like, I guess that must be true. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it wasn't like, like, I don't mean to, like, crap on these girls. Like, I don't think it really fucked me up. I also went to an all-guys oh, school. Oh, no, and I, I just al- mean in general. Yeah, I also had yeah. you as a friend, and, like, um, so, and I, I have a sister. Like, I'm, I wasn't, like, an incel, just, like, I hate women in there. <laughs> I, I also was exposed. No, totally. I was exposed to like the idea of casual dating after her from like guys and from movies mm-hmm. and yeah. from whatever. And I was like, I'm into this. This I can do. <laughs> this you know version what I mean? like, I'm cool I, with. Yeah. I definitely yeah. chose it. I chose it for myself after that. And I remember going into uni, like every dad I ever talked to in my life, I feel like, you know, when we were growing out was like, Stay single as long. Like you know a scene from I think That's it's the Billy Madison. Thing dude. That they I don't say to guys. like that shit. Me neither. But it, you, that's know what what they they you know what that tells me, You know what that tells me? It's what? like I'm so unhappy in my marriage, and I want to. <laughs> no, but they're not like, though. That's what's funny. They're <laughs> not. Like it's these... very old ball and chain no. kind of thing. That it's like all oh, the old. So ball what do you think it is? It's just home. people miss single life, Trav. What do you think it it's is? A, but it's the same as like people go on like fu- like uh, they travel before they work. They know they got to work the rest of their lives, and they have a, yeah, So they just in hindsight, they're like, listen, you have a unique period. 
to really enjoy yourself. Yeah. And they, they weren't they weren't like they weren't like barking like horn dogs. Like they were just like they were <laughs> they, they were just like they were the same advice. Like they were and, just saying they were supporting the singleness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, no, cause they they were just saying going into university, they're like, you know, stay single as long as you can. You have the rest mm-hmm. of your life, you know, to you're going to be married and have a job. And they were even saying, like, enjoy yourself in university as well, because after university, you, know, you have your career and all that. So I remember, yeah. Yeah. like, fighting that a little bit. Um, but uh, I had a weird, like, um, uh, kind of I actually had a relationship for four years in university because um, I so like I kind of went against it is all I'm saying. But. Wow. I, I, yeah, it was weird. Anyway, like first year, I definitely tried to live the college dream, like join a fraternity was like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. D- definitely a bit of a movie character in college. Um, and then I met a girl, but I was still being an, an FB, which is, uh, you know, a, you know, a little fuck boy. Yeah, for, you can say it. Yeah. <laughs> <a> little, <laughs> little FB. Little fuck boy. And um, mm-hmm. I was in a program that was like a little dangerous at school. And I remember I was having. Okay. Um, what was it? It was. Tell, uh, tell the ladies it, in the audience. It was flying planes. I was in the piloting program. Ooh, that's hot. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And I was like flying a lot of planes and I was like, I I had some like, that was like the first time I kind of felt um, like I could die Mm. in my life. Yeah. You know, at a young age. And then I remember like being like, I remember like, I know it's probably like unlikely, but I could like, you know, and you'd have some like maybe one or two like, whoa, moments in the plane. Um, Yes. And I remember thinking, like, there was a, a girl I was seeing at the time, and I remember, like, th- the more I thought about dying, the more I thought, I was like, I don't want to die without, like, feeling what a relationship feels like or, like, feelings. Right. And oh. I, I c- yeah, so I kind of entered a relationship for four years off that with a really great girl, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it was traumatic in its own way because I I was equally as bad at that. Um, and, like, <laughs> was, yeah, Kristen knows all yeah. about it, but I just, I, I it do. fucked me up also. Yeah. Okay. So this is my thing with like dating when you're young is that like, I think they're all going to be so fucked up because like you don't know anything about who you are. And so that's just like such a prime example of like you going into a relationship because of a specific feeling that you were having, like almost outside of the relationship. Mm. And then you like, you know, obviously like no harm to the girl. I don't, I don't even know who she is. So she must've been an amazing person, but then you're like in it for four years I can't even imagine like the person that I was at like 20 and the guys that I liked or like went out on dates with like what the fuck like no. yeah I do think that you like know, it's not always set up person. for success you just like I think for those relationships that, that like continue after university a I think it's like way more common in the states I think like mm-hmm. for whatever reason like getting married young and stuff like that where it's like not as common here but I do think that um I I do think that you have to be in a special type of relationship where you're able to continue to grow with the person through those like many phases of yourself. Cause I think what happens with a lot of those relationships sometimes is like you stay that version that you were when you were young, Mm -hmm. at least in that relationship. And that can like stagnate growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I feel like if you're single for like formative years or at least have some periods where you're single and able to do things on your own as your own person, you really have to like figure yourself out. And that's one thing that I think, Trav, you've done very well in your single times. It's like you've really put your brain to the test. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you really delve into your own brain. Yeah. In a I, way and, that yeah. I really appreciate. And you're very, um, like you are quite emotionally intelligent. I don't know about that one. You're emotionally curious. I, yeah. Sure, I'm curious. I, I still like, every time I sure, think yeah, I, that's, that's I have emotional intelligence, <laughs> I get, I, I like, 
I get in a situation where I'm I still anyway. Yeah, I, I appreciate all, all those nice words though. Huh? You can't quite sort out some things, I think. It just I don't know what like anyway, f- fuck yeah. So like that relationship, <laughs> um that relationship she was great. She did nothing wrong. It was a good yeah. relationship and there was much more good times and bad times. What I say it was traumatic. It was just like we were young and she also didn't know what she was doing and she was like, you're yeah. the one. She was like, you're the one for me. Oh, God. And, I, and I'm like, it took me eight months to say I love you and I didn't even really think I didn't really, like nothing really changed other than like I cared for her so much that I was like, oh, I think this is love. You yeah. know what I mean? But she's mm-hmm. like, she. I could tell like we would talk about it and she was like, I know. And I'm like, how do you know that you know? Like, I feel like we just... Yeah, yeah, I, Like, there was a I disconnect first, yeah. for you. When I first started dating her, I thought it was going to be... I, this, I thought relationships worked. I was like, oh, I might die in a plane crash. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I, I should get in a relationship for, like, maybe, like, four or six months. Right. And, like, f- four feel Four to six that. months. I didn't know that. I never, No, I know, but... I didn't know that you would date someone and then their feelings would start dictating your feelings. Like you didn't. Yes. Yeah. You didn't anticipate that. I didn't even know that. So I was like, oh, I've dated for four to six months and then I won't be single. I mean, then I'll just be single again and we'll go our separate ways. I didn't understand Mm -hmm. that once you start dating, that your feelings become codependent. And I even tried. um, And also family. Like there's like in friendly. There's so many other families. You get messy that way so quick. But also. There's just a really great person, smart mm-hmm. girl that in on paper like checks every box and people are telling you all the time like great work, your family likes you or whatever. Mm. And you're sitting great there work. <laughs> great work. And you're sitting there after a year and, and you try to break up um, for like these doubts or these reasons and then you like crush someone's feelings. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. and then you crush yourself in return. And then you're crushed and you're like, why am I subjecting both of us to this pain for no real reason? So then you try to go back in and like do it for real this time and be like, let's just try to do it. And then you just struggle with it for the rest of the relationship. Because those doubts are still there. It was just the sadness that was on top. Because like I think the grief of losing somebody. Yeah, there's no reason to break up. Like there was no glaring reason to break up. Those are the worst breakup. Those are the hardest breakups I find. Yeah, and then so because you just have to be certain that it's like I'm feeling what I'm feeling, and I'm certain in that. But like I cannot pinpoint. In it's not you like a tactile. That like like a, yeah, yeah. It's not like you did X. I don't like that. I'm like we need to break up. It's that was just exactly like I need to really trust my, my own feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it was like I couldn't really point to anything specifically, but a feeling that like we we had kind of outgrown the relationship. Yeah, and then that was like when my dad gave me that advice that he was like, it doesn't have to be terrible for you to like want to mm-hmm. be out. It doesn't even have to be bad for you to want to be out. It can just be you not being happy anymore, and it, you don't have yeah. to really have a, a dramatic reason for it. But I feel like that's a, that yeah. takes some time to learn. I think. Yeah, yeah. and and I and I also like I just didn't like myself because like I was a frat guy in university and I was getting a lot of female attention. I felt so mm-hmm. shady because I would just flirt with everybody and like. It was just like it just made me not like me either, and like that was that was traumatic right. that way. And I was just when it was done, yeah. I was just like you're like torn between like, these two people. Yeah, because I, I, environment really affects me. It's the same reason why I got so down in COVID. Is like the environment really affects me. And it was funny, like the second I graduated, and I got out of that environment. I also had a head injury, so I was like living really healthily. Mm-hmm. I was out of that environment, and I was like, oh. I was, and I started to actually appreciate her, like really appreciate her for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I started being a good boyfriend. And that's when she finally was starting to be like, I don't know if I want to be with you. And I was like, huh. <laughs> wow. Which is honestly, because I, like, I remember this so that's vividly. fucked. That's sad. That was sad. 
when she was like, I'm actually, she had the exact reaction that you had had earlier. Well, it but wasn't you had like actually, she, you were in it. Not the exact, but I just mean like in terms of like not feeling like the same feelings and whatever. And she was starting to back away. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. You were actually in a better place. I was finally in a better place. I was yeah. like, oh, I, like I was being a good boyfriend for, I mean, I wasn't a terrible mm-hmm. boyfriend. I, I like to talk in extremes. It was just like, yeah. there, I'm, I'm sure she had a lot of great times too. Like there's was, was a fine relationship. <laughs> okay, like, we weren't like, what's fine. her name? Let's reach out to her and get her on the podcast yeah. next week. No. Oh my God. Um, no, but any, <laughs> any, anyway, um, yeah, no, it's, it, I, so, I hate to bring actually our laundry out in the air. I'll just, I'll move on from that. But yeah, we ended up just going on a break and then I went into singlehood and that's when the real journey began, I'd say. Mm-hmm. So my question is, like, if you are, you're dating now, and, like, I've met you later in life. So I'm going to give you my opinion of you when we've met pretty recently. Tight. You're incredibly charming. Very. Very charming. Ladies, he's very charming. Thank you. Very cute, super sweet, super nice guy. Tall. People Tall. like that. Not yeah, people that. like that. 6'3", we heard that. Um, right? 6'3"? Cool. Don't so, stop. Whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. <laughs> He's got a huge heart. We're writing his profile. Um, <laughs> He's got a so, huge heart. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. And so like through your dating journey, I guess, more recently, do you find that you get more confidence in dating and then also more confidence in yourself as you've gotten older? Or do you find that like when you're dating so much, because I know for me, I'm in the dating like scene now too. And sometimes when I'm dating too much, I get a little bit confused or it's just like, I don't even know. Like overstimulated? Like, yeah, it's like overstimulated. You're like, ah, never mind, never mind. But then when I'm like going on like a few dates at a time, I find I get more confident in dating. Unlimited minutes, let's go. You know, <laughs> and less like, I don't know, less nervous or less like self-conscious on the date. Well, Have you found that for yourself too? I mean, I'll, I, I can answer these questions from the boy perspective, but like, and this may help you guys and it may help the people listening, mm-hmm. but like legitimately, um, I think the interesting part will also be like you guys going into the female side because that's the part I've never really understood. Yeah, we can go um, back and forth. But we have lots of opinions. Yeah, I know you do. Well, the thing is, Chris and I talk about this all the time. So yeah. it's like um, when we don't go for dinner dates, we like deep dive. We <laughs> deep dive, it. but it, but even having a female friend and a guy friend, it doesn't it's help so us. Well, um, no, no, no. It's helpful, but it doesn't help us get like it's like we we reach the same conclusions almost. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because we're kind of mm-hmm. similar, at least in like we're yeah. both confident. Like Kristen and I, um, we're both super confident. Like in fact, like all the things, um, like. Uh, uh, Aline, like I don't, I don't know you as well as Kristen, um, but obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll highlight like um, more what I know about Kristen. But all the things that you were saying about me, I, I would like uh, bounce back to Kristen in her dating life. Um, but yeah, no, because Not of all, you're, but uh, for a female, you're, you're like the female six three. Yeah. What five four and a half? <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yes. You, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, no, but the, like the idea is, is, um, no, I was never, I'm not, I'm, I'm confident, um, with -hmm. girls. And I think that charm and whatever you were saying, or the fact that I was born tall, um, helped me like, I don't know. I just, and the fact that my mom calls me charming and handsome all the time. Like you just did like, um, she also calls you angel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying like whatever happened (laughs) to get me to where I am. 
I have confidence and I have sisters and I have female or sister and female friends. So I just like, mm-hmm. I felt comfortable around women. Uh, yeah. And so I've, it's like, I've never, when I go on dates, I'm not really thinking about if they like me or not. Mm, okay. You're not worried yeah. about that yet. Cause no, you know because- that you, you're, I think cause you do great first dates. Like you're a fun date. Yeah. I can have a good time with anybody. I, I can literally, I have, sometimes I have a good time with no one. And that's how I know I can, <laughs> like, you know, that's how like I, I, that's how I, know. Couch. Yeah. I could date a couch, honestly. Like I do podcasts alone where I talk into a mic and I talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so it's, these, these things allow me at least the benefit of getting past the first date. I'm not saying like I'm a home run after that. I'm just saying like the first right. date, right. the dating Which is period. often the make or break part though, I think, which is important to say is that like, I yeah. think for a lot of people, they, they they dread first dates because it's very difficult to make the impression yeah. of yourself in that first date, kind of encapsulate all that is you and kind of riff off the other person. Like the first impression can be kind of big. And I think having you be yeah. comfortable in that is a great start. Mm-hmm. It's just the rest it's of the relationship that it's just the well, follow through with. Because <laughs> it, it's like a it's like a weird experience where, at least from my perspective, like pretty much um, every date, I've always had a second date if I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I've yeah. always yeah. So you're much... a very confident dater. So where do you think yeah. your shortfalls lie? Well, I was just gonna ask. Well, what happens is is like so coming out of like like the long term relationship, I really was just like. I don't know. There's a period where I just didn't want to date again. I was like, I'm taking a break because emotions mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. And I'm just, I just, I'm good at being single. I'm a decisive person. I know what I want. And I clearly was bad at that. So maybe, you know, I'll do less of that. Um, and mm-hmm. I just would, I started seeing people, you know, a casual, uh, cause I still liked going on dates and I'd see people like for a period of time. Um, but just like the feelings would never come ever, no matter mm-hmm. how cool they were mm. or, uh, it, like it, and so th- there was a period then where I'm like, oh, I'm a sociopath. Like I'm broken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, like you started to think it was more of a you problem than a them problem. Yeah, I thought it was a me problem, um, which okay. led me to not try to like force relationships at all. But any time, like it led yeah. me, like the next stage was like, okay, you like, gave people more chances than you would have otherwise. Uh, yeah, but the, it, but the symptoms of not really like feeling too strongly still shone through. And that's why I think those relationships failed is cause like, you know, I could still do the dating well. So they would, you know, they'd like me initially, they'd, my charm or whatever would make them, <laughs> you know, think that I'm a good, I good potential boyfriend. So they'll go to the next stage yeah. and my feelings have a hard time coming. And then it's hard to be like romantic and thoughtful without those feelings, especially, um, I was, I'm like super preoccupied with myself. Like, uh, I'd like to say in a non-narcissistic way, but just like the career and lifestyle I chose. Yeah. Um, like I got, yeah. which is like creative. Like you have to kind of put yourself out there a lot. Like it's very time consuming yeah. stuff like writing. Songs, I was like an entrepreneur, songs. musician yeah. and partially But you employed. also started your own like photography business. Like it's not like you're just sitting around being like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like you no, are I'd- quite. I filled my entire days and I can't multitask. So if I'm doing a bunch of stuff, I'm doing things one at a time (laughs) and texting and thinking about girl, like I cannot think about like, anyway, Kristen knows this, but it's just, it's, again, these are things that are specific to me, which is why it may That's why not we be never so... text. I only just, so we just randomly call each other. Say, so I have a question. Then so you I don't know if it's say helpful that you're though, to... a decisive person and you know what you want. Except so what do women. you want? So okay. Except, except, or except for relationships. Where I think, I think I know what I want, but 
Um, anyway, I, I, Kristen, like, do you even think though? Like, I think my predicament isn't like the general predicament. Like, I don't know if it's like beneficial. Maybe it's beneficial for. Girls I think it's to mostly hear. just even if it's not learning, it's interesting. Okay. It's very interesting. I find it so think, interesting. Yeah, definitely. And I do think what I what I've always appreciated about you is that you are even if we've diverted from you being emotionally intelligent, emotionally curious, but also very you are very self aware at the very least. Well, that's a passion of mine. Yeah, that's right. I think to, that's to also self awareness and also like the personal growth piece. And I think from what sorry to cut you off, but like when we have talked and you've what kind of like fuck? been very upfront <laughs> when you've been very upfront <laughs> with people that you're kind of like casually dating. I've always like appreciated and I think this like is what brings you outside of fuck boyery is like you've never hid who you were. You're always very authentic with yourself. And I think mm -hmm. that's something that people can definitely learn on either side, male, female, oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. is that like to to even if you're not a hundred percent sure with what you want, being candid and open with being like, Hey, I'm actually not interested in dating. If you're still cool with going on dates with me and having a good time, that's great. If that's not something that you're looking for and you want something more serious, that's fine too. But I think yeah. You've always been so transparent and that's why I think like that's something I admire about you because I think it's really easy to be shady and do like, oh, I'm going to wait three and yeah. a half hours before texting back or I'm just going to ghost them or I'm just no. going to like whatever. You've never done stuff like that. And I really do appreciate that about you. And I think that's something that people should do more of. You know what I mean? But I completely it's, agree. It's tough for girls, though, because um, no, I agree. And yeah, like uh, when I'm talking about all my experiences with with these girls, I'm not like when they all this stuff that I'm saying, why I'm saying it so publicly now is because mm -hmm. they all know this too. Like I said all this stuff to them. Right. <laughs> I, I literally, mm -hmm. like first date, first date, I'll talk about exes. I'll talk about my problem. I will literally put all my red <laughs> flags on the dump. table. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, here you go, bitch. I'll, I may never like you. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just <laughs> imagine. Like, okay. I, but I, I, I like, I, not, I don't say it as comedically and I don't maybe say it as directly, but all these relationships I got in, um, usually if it, if it was, uh, there's like, there's straight up sex relationships mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's just like, you have a good time with them. You can party with them and the, the physical is great. And right. then, you know, it's really hard to develop beyond that. And with, I start the, you cause know, that the pattern dating, has started kind of, yeah. And I start the dating period by saying like, listen, like and the problem is with these girls though. And, and why I think it's still somewhat these girls, man. Sorry. These hows, or I'll say it like that. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's much better. Um, That's much is the, the, what I've realized is I think fuckboys, I think fuckboys have learned from guys like me mm -hmm. as like a way, because it, it's hard to explain, but everything I say not on purpose, fuckboys say on purpose. Right. I don't know so, what you mean. Or everything I like, like me taking a long time to respond because I'm actually oh I see busy. They're, with my they're doing stuff. it intentionally as a game. You're doing it because you're genuinely busy. Yeah, and when I, I say see. when I say the things I say are like the honesty, like you know I I have a hard. It's not time. a game. It's not a game. When I say I have a hard time getting feelings and like I'm slow to the, I'm slow to that stuff or you know like relation like the, that's your attempt at vulnerability. But the guys are like yo I just can't like you. So there is a yeah. difference, obviously. I don't know, and I know mm -hmm. there's none of those guys out there that do the opposite, where they just straight up go like I will love you and I do love you, and then they have sex <laughs> with you, and then they <laughs> then they me. run away. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm yeah. saying it's which is a red flag in and of itself. But. Um, but yeah, these these kind of relationships, I I am very open and uh, honestly, often first date and usually always before I, I have. Uh, sex I'm like it's on the table where I go listen hooking up with me does not like and I say it all the time like girls that wait when you guys are waiting like first date second date third date a lot of the mm -hmm. times it doesn't matter to like you. It, 
No. It's like... Oh, we're generalizing everyone? In general, like for guys in general? You're saying like the decision's been made in their head? At least for... at least No, no, no. At least for as far as I know, the, the pre-sex feeling w- with a guy, um, there's always that excitement there and there's always mm-hmm. that thing that it just kind of like... Whether you have sex on the first date or the third date, maybe it would be different. I've never waited like 20 or 30 dates. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. th- I, oh God, I, yeah. I, I can't say that, but f- at least from my experience, like <laughs> if you could hang with them after sex, whether it's the first or the fifth time, I don't think it makes a difference. It's like, it's like a personality. Okay, but thing. totally. But if you like in my head, I think about it, just like you said, I've never waited 20, 30 dates mm. to sleep with someone. Y'all are loose. But no, like, <laughs> are you, <laughs> are you actually going to like wait Are you going to put in the work for like five, six dates to sleep with someone that you don't even like? Well, yeah, because I I don't like anyone after. I mean, it depends. Like like is like a really. It's um, a hard term. That you're not even into. That you're like, I'm not even really interested in this person, but I'm like down to hook up with them. Yeah. If they're they're really good looking. Are you even going to put in the effort of. (laughs) You are. Okay. If they're really good looking. But I'll be be honest. Like I, again, before we have sex. Uh, And usually, like, it's something along the lines of, and this is why, like, it gets conflated with fuckboy shit sometimes, is, like, Mm -hmm. I I truly mean it, where I'm just like, listen, I'm into you, I'm attracted to you, and I, I, like, by no means, like, do you have any, like, should you sleep with me if you don't want to, but, like, (laughs) like, I want to sleep with you, and if you want to sleep with me, and, like, you're into that, and you're okay with the risk that it doesn't, like, develop. Amount to anything, yeah. Then I'm okay with it, too, because... I, I get value out of physical relation. Like it's not that I don't get value. Like with if I don't judge. Like for me, not every relationship um, that doesn't end up in boyfriendship is a failure. But I know right. for a lot mm-hmm. of girls, it it can be considered that way unless you're having like a bit of a sexual expression period. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I think I think that's probably overarchingly more true. But I do I think only that there's speak like a lot of women. Yeah, that's fair. I do know that. Yeah. It's but easier. I do think in general, like a lot of people that want to be single are single on purpose, like are mm-hmm. happy doing the dating thing. And then some people are dating because they want to find somebody to settle down with. But yeah. I think, yeah, yeah no, I, I these get, are I all the generalizations. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, yes. I don't need to slap a disclaimer that, that I'm sure there's people listening. that are like, that's not me. I'm like, of course. Like there's yeah. also people yeah, yeah, out there yeah, that, yeah. that fuck cars. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I, you can't it's really. It's true. Honestly, we are not really giving enough representation to the people that fuck cars on this podcast. I'm just talking about. Let's I'm like ta- leave that ladder group out. I'm no, I think, I think we really it. need to include them. Um, <laughs> but uh, make the no, title of this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just talking about my experience with girls. And at least at least what I've what I've seen is. So I will say stuff like that yeah. um, where I'm like, but if you want to, like if you're still into it and you're into the risk that this doesn't go anywhere, I get value out of like the physical relationships anyway like good sex is good sex and yeah. like i'll have fun like, baby That's yeah, let's have fun like, like do you want to do you want to have fun like i i have a fucking i yeah. can do fun stuff um and i have an average size penis <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me work extra hard yeah exactly um, you got that extra tenacity yeah and um, can uh, i ask you a question though trav yeah I, yeah go ahead yeah my question is what what for you makes like a good first date? Like wh- what, what, like what is fun okay. for a, f- like uh, if you're going out with somebody, what would make them fun for you? Like what's kind of your ideal chica? Uh, like you, are you talking about like locations, activities? Are you talking about like content of the date? Let's do, let's do both. Let's do like personality of the person, but let's do also content yeah. of the date. Cause I do think that you've, you've been on some fun dates. 
I don't have a good memory. Um, Fair. Okay. So <laughs> I agree. Straight I, up with that. Next question. <laughs> um. I, 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 I generally, what gets me excited about a date um, is obviously if they're pretty, then that's a start. I get to ha- sit, sit across from a pretty girl. Um, and, and then I usually get excited, but I get more, because prettiness, like, sure, but I get more excited that they could be cool. Mm-hmm. You do like but, connecting with cool people. I love and what that. what constitutes cool? Cool to me. They they probably could. They probably may not be cool to anybody else. But like, um, right? I generally like somebody that's interested in something. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, like. Could it be anything? Just as long as they have a passion. I don't know about anything. Like I'm sure. Like, like I mean, they're not going to be passionate about physics and be like, yeah, or an accountant. Actually, physics is kind of yeah. lit though. But you know what? <laughs> it, but it's it's so hard for me to like pinpoint it or else I'd be able to find it. But like usually, if they just come in with a good self aware attitude where they can chat mm-hmm. candidly, because I like to have these candid chats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they can, if they can actually unemotionally talk to me about stuff like this, or not unemotionally, just more like, you know, the, objectively, like without getting in their head about it or, yeah, or whatever just, it is, like yeah, just yeah, chatting. With, yeah, I, I honestly, I hate because I, I hate saying stuff and then feeling that I've been judged for that. Right. And yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I'm like you. But if like, they're kind of fun and like they get the conversation, then they're not going to be judgmental. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, well, I'm having a good time. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. let actions um, dictate stuff. Yeah. I would also say, because I have a good memory and we talk about your dates. You like dates that are centered around fun activities sometimes. Like you guys go to games or like you do stuff now. Yeah, your motorcycle. Go, go to the arcade, take the motorbike out or the the take the convertible or go to a drive-in. A lot of times mm-hmm. though, it is just a dinner. I'll go to a mm-hmm. cool restaurant. I'm okay with that. It's mm-hmm. it, it I, I don't need the activity to make up for like I I went on an 8-hour. I go on like my dates are fucking long if they're good. <laughs> really, eh? Yeah, it's exhausting. Like, I, do, I do like an 8 and a half hour date like jesus because you're having such a good time like when Elaine's you gonna date trav at the end of this episode <laughs> is this is that is, is that what was this a matchmaking thing is this some yeah. sort of thing uh, 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 <laughs> sorry yeah go on <laughs> after everything you hear you still want to date me that's what's like that <laughs> um no you i'll convince you out of it by the end of this episode um <laughs> Honestly, the honesty is a little bit jarring for me. <laughs> exactly. So maybe on the first date, I'd be like, hey, what's up? Like, don't like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're very different people, though. Like, we're such different. I think because, and I, I say that because I, I'm i coming from a place, like, now in my dating life like I'm really fucking happy being single right now because I have that same mentality as, like, we were talking about earlier how – there's going to come a point where I'm like going to get married and I'm going to have all these responsibilities. I'm never going to get this time in my life back where I like live alone and I'm single and I can do whatever the fuck I want whenever I want. Mm -hmm. I'll never have this time back. And so I'm like really enjoying it. And like, it's just so peaceful and fun and like all of that stuff. But on the flip side, I feel like I'm very intentionally dating like I'm not in a place in my life where I just want to like have fun and like see if like if I see it if I'm on a date with a guy and I'm like I know this is not going to work out but it was a fun date I probably won't go out with him again because I'm like I'd rather just be by myself than which is I, I think know. a great place to be at for dating I think that's like probably, that's, that's probably the that's probably the female healthy equivalent of you know maybe a self aware guy that's like learning but like i'm like you know what i'm saying like because the bar is lower yeah. for the dudes <laughs> well it's just like um 
I don't know. I'm just saying like that sounds healthy for you. And like, cause I, what I was going to totally. get into is I don't think again, generalization. I just don't think you guys are built the same. Let's get into this. Yeah. Well, I don't think you guys are built the same way as us. So like you obviously can't do it the same unless you're uniquely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Um, then I'd say the majority, but, I, but yeah, it's like, I, anyway. Yeah. So, okay. My question for that is, is that, do you think that's like a conditioning thing that like guys have been conditioned from like very young without even knowing it that like, like Trav, like look at the comments that you got when you were younger. I never got those comments. Like mine was like, you're 30 and you're alone. Like yeah. you're an old hen, you know? Mm. Whereas like for you, it's like stay single as long as possible, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you think that's like a conditioning thing that that's why guys have that mentality that they can disconnect or like disassociate whereas women have more of their identity I guess, like wrapped or have, into yeah. who they're partnered with in a way that like yeah. men don't have to. Like men, single men can be 50 and single and they yeah. don't get the looks and the questions that women Well, I could, I think I think I always think anytime I hear like these types of thoughts, um, mm-hmm. I always think both sides are true. I always, I don't, I like, I 100% know conditioning is a factor, but I also yeah. know that conditioning 100% comes from experience and from history. There, men can have sex later and have kids later and men do generally age um in a different manner if they if they look after themselves and women typically and historically you know do are are attracted to x and men are attracted to y but doesn't mean like it's like there it's yeah but it's the same generalization comment where it's like there's always going to be outliers there's always going to be like totally of course um yeah i i agree to the most part i just i guess for me i'm getting to this point where i'm like a lot of these generalization, like generalized comments, don't really like solve anything. They don't solve anything. Yeah. So like, I yeah, go, they're just like, just oh, okay, women what? are like this. Women are like this. Like, okay, whatever the fuck. There's also lots of people that aren't. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. But I, I think for the purpose of this conversation, it's super interesting because I think dating, like, is so difficult right now, especially like w- during COVID protocols. Especially, it was like such a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact, like with when I was living with Chloe, obviously she's single, and like me just being the nosy absolute bitch that I am, I was like who are you talking to? <laughs> who are you going to go talk to? Because I'm just like so curious as somebody that's like been in like a long, longer term relationship now. Yeah. Um, it's fun learning about dating and then you learn a bit about it and you're like, oh no, this is like, could be terrible. Like a lot of my friends that are dating right now, it, it can be more challenging to to deal with yeah. because um, you kind of have to be a bit more, like I, I guess not so much now with COVID stuff not being as relevant, but I mean, at, at least a year ago, if you wanted to date, oh, you had to be brutal. really confident that you wanted to spend time with that person. And I feel yeah. like that also just puts in more barriers because you're not just being like, hey, like, let's just go out for a drink. And if we fuck, we fuck. If we don't, we don't. But now it's like, oh, uh, are you vaccinated? It's like, that's so much more annoying. It was also like these it. like awkward questions that you would have to have. Like it almost sped things up faster because you're like, I have to have this like conversation about like who you're spending time with and like blah, yeah. blah, blah. Because I want to go see my family or like you want to go whatever. Like and you're like, I would literally <laughs> never have this conversation with somebody yeah. a month in being like, who are you spending your time with? Like, bitch back up you know (laughs) don't care so yeah yeah trav did your dating approach change at all over covid in the last few minutes that we have with you uh yeah i got a girlfriend in covid yeah so that was like my i had like a couple really close to girlfriends before i'd say Mm -hmm. but none that actually crossed the barrier to calling each other boyfriend girlfriend okay um but yeah in covid um you had more of a buckle down mentality yeah, I didn't want to see a bunch of people anymore. Yeah. And um, I was lonely. 
and yeah i just yeah, was, i was trying to think of, i was like i remember like racking my brain i'm like do i like anybody like is there anybody <laughs> like do i have a crush and mm-hmm. uh i did it turns out i did and i was like right i do and um yeah but it was different it took us two i think it took us like a month or two of talking and including some walking dates this was early covid mm-hmm. yes but uh then yeah. our, but then our first date i like was over at our house like with we met her dad like first date you know what i mean oh and wow her, and her stepmom wow um and uh but yeah but then i got enough like a full boyfriend girlfriend relationship and was okay with that and even like after that relationship split up and i didn't i guess we've already used a lot of time up i didn't realize we we're so far in but mm-hmm. um it was after that split up as well i i only saw two girls for in in the entirety of covid a year and a half which is very unlike me i i, I was a-okay to yeah. be um lockdown and i learned a lot mm-hmm. from those relationships because i actually got dumped for the first time i've been let go of ever i've been, I've been laid off sorry <laughs> i'm sorry but Are never you talking like yeah you're going from like furloughed to like fired <laughs> to like laid no off. but this was like the first like kind of like straight up breakup like, yeah it was like a straight up breakup where they just go yay in it when I when I didn't see it coming, whereas like when I've been seeing girls, wow. there's a lot of like kind of mutual exits or yeah, because like, like I the slow fizzle, the slow you, fizzle, you like or, a good slow fizzle. It's more just like the whole time I'm saying if this ever becomes not fun for you, like let me know because like I am I'm content, like I'm having a great time, mm-hmm. you know, like who doesn't like mm-hmm. going out on dates? I think that's and cute. Like, yeah, yeah, and then and then like a lot of times a girl will be like, listen, it's not working for me. Like I got to open myself up for something more. I know I want something more. It's not like a dumping. Like fuck you, get out of here. But this, right. yeah, yeah, this yeah. was a dumpings. Yeah, she literally was like, "It's not you," <gasps> or "It's not me, it's you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, so then, yeah, I learned a lot from that. And I, yeah, so it was, that's a huge learning experience. It was great. It was honestly the one of the better things. Um, Damn. It took a while though to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, really. Well, you really didn't see it coming, which I think is always so hard. Well, I was also depressed and in right. a completely disassociated from life and i didn't know i thought i was just mm-hmm. happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like no 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 i'm coping with substance uh, yeah abuse. <laughs> I, I honestly i don't i don't remember a lot of covid yeah but uh wow that is so interesting gets dumped for the first time at what 29 i think i was 28 yeah not a bad streak there not Travi. a bad life my friend not a bad life so far i feel um, like i feel like i said nothing helpful I think it was very no, interesting. I, I think, I, I think you're not giving yourself credit enough credit. I think yeah. it was very good. Okay, well, and we'll I think it, do you want to <laughs> do you want do you have any like crystallized nugget of either advice or something that you want to just lay down in the last like minute that we have? I definitely didn't prepare anything, but totally fair. Um, I've uh, I, I it can be think. also sex advice. It can be it can be anything. It doesn't have yeah. to be okay. just focus more on relationships. Sex advice. But. Um, something's been happening where uh. I got recently good at that, I think. And okay. um Proud the you. the key uh, not recently. Why have we waited forty five minutes I, I, a year about that? I, no, I honestly think um I've been uh the, the reason I've been uh, above you know what? It's a learning curve. Younger guys are worse at sex, older guys are but you get better at sex as you get older, you know what I mean? Of course. Yes. I always think mm-hmm. I've been above the curve, but right. I haven't but probably okay. haven't always been objectively great at it. But um the <laughs> advent of like talking the same way I mm. like, like not in a not sexy way. Like, can I kiss you? Or like, does I, like, but just, um, what I've been doing the same way. I kind of like, I'm open about the relationship stuff. I'm open about like sexuality and, mm. um, mm-hmm. I'm literally like being like, listen, 
you just t- tell me when it feels good and like mm-hmm. what yeah. doesn't and like change Whisper don't be afraid it. to Whisper change your position for the podcast don't be afraid to <laughs> say what you're into or like this mm-hmm. stuff and it's just been creating like this because uh, then they then they have this comfort and then they start saying like oh like don't do it like that like a little softer or like this angle or whatever mm-hmm. and it's it's been having amazing like, uh it's been like uh it's been like anyway things have been good let's just say in like i've been getting uh some nice compliments some feedback some positive some, feedback yeah yeah um but what i will say is i do find that when women do cross the good sex barrier with the guy whether mm-hmm. they like your personality or not, they they start to like you more in a in a way that I can't explain. After when you sex. can have good sex with them, I don't I don't think any sex will do it to a girl. Mm-hmm. But I think good sex change like something like happens because something releases like no I think it's, it's like a, actually oh, scientific thing, that yeah. yeah like a there's a I also think that women a are release so- of like hormone of like or something that happens in our bodies yeah. that makes us more attached to you which is another reason why a lot of women wait to have sex with yeah, someone yeah, yeah. especially like guys that they like mm-hmm. because then there's that attachment mm-hmm. as opposed to if they don't like someone as much they're more willing to sleep with them on the first or the second date because they know that the it's sex is not going to change anything it is just physical mhm and I also so, think, and maybe this is me just putting some dudes on blast, but like a lot of women aren't having great sex with men. I think there's a lot of dudes that like, especially on dates and stuff, are are maybe not super communicative like that. And I think that's a super mm-hmm. attractive thing to open that up and be like, you tell me what you want. Because it also shows you, like them that you care about their pleasure and that's very attractive. Well, I do. Like that's what I'm into. Like it, it know, probably it's probably good. yeah it's probably like a self yeah. it's probably as selfish as these guys that don't say it but like that's that's personally <laughs> like what I'm into. But I'm um, just, mm-hmm. That's that's in your favor. That's a card in your favor. And, but I'm just saying, like for the guys out there who think sex is about the guy, um, I think your life would get better and the sex for you would get better if you realize that it's not actually yes. about you because we're mm-hmm. like we're like Lego. You, you know exactly how we work. You don't need a, <laughs> yeah, you don't need a yeah. manual. So one way to us. move it. <laughs> Whereas like girls are like crochet, like, like 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 stitching like those patterns into like the yeah. fucking pillows. Like I, yeah, you, you exactly generally that. know what you're Women doing, are but exactly that. I, but like everyone likes it. Can go any episode, which way, by the way, Chloe. I, I wish yeah. I had something something different, but uh, no, I think that was honestly perfect. I have a question. Perfect. Yeah, As I'm sorry. Right. I have one more question. Okay. Um, do you care about? And this is like, I don't know how to word this so that it like comes out it. nicely, but. Do you care about what the girl looks like physically? Because a lot of girls get self-conscious about what their this looks like, what their that looks like when they're having sex. So like, like when do they're naked, you mean. even when they're naked, do you mm. even look at any of that? Or you're like, oh my God, I was sleep- I was hooking up with this girl and she had a belly or whatever. Like it doesn't even have no. to be like a, no, Cause, cause that doesn't even cross your mind. Like, like the, hot as hot kind of thing? It's not hot as hot. It's, um, it's like... I can remember specific times where like you got to be attracted to the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But usually you are, if you're like getting to that <laughs> point. Um, yeah. And I remember like, there's, there's definitely been people I've maybe hooked up with. Cause like, you know, you one night stands or stuff happens or like, mm-hmm. and I remember that, you know, sometimes you, you're partying and stuff. And, and I just like, I find that it doesn't really like those little stuff like that. 
Yeah. Doesn't really matter. If someone's kind of confident and sexy, it usually like, I've never, I don't think I've ever, like, it's not like Seinfeld where like you're doing something and then you notice that one like toe. Like a yes. mole on her back or something. Yeah. You're that's, like, that's exactly what I was like <laughs> thinking about. It is, it was, it's completely not. It's like basically, um, you're, by the time you get there, usually unless, again, you could be a sociopath and it could be like a George <laughs> Costanza or whatever. But for the most part, um, I've been, I found myself attracted to, like, I don't have, I don't think I have a type and I found myself attracted to even, um, girls that maybe you would think I wouldn't be, or I don't know, like Kristen, mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. and I've, uh, I've found that they can be the sexy and, um, the sex is good. And I don't, I never found myself once thinking about paying attention to that. No, like those small details. Yeah. It's, so it's mostly just like an energy thing. Like you're attracted to the person, you find them attractive, they're yeah. sexy and confident in their body. And that's like bingo, yeah, bingo. It's, yeah. It's, um, bingo, bingo. Yeah. But I, I would say just like the, the final thing to wrap up that is, um, yeah, for sure. If a guy's like telling you you're hot and you're sexy, um, yeah, I know guys do say that to, to have sex, but like, they're also still saying it. So like soak it and like Just feel it. it because the more yeah, you yeah, like, I love that. the more you kind of like feel it and believe it, then they'll actually, when, when like you're like, ah, f- like you, you'll, they'll actually believe it too. I don't know. It's like, um, no, it's a reciprocal kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, like a, an energy thing. I get that for sure. Cause like if, if the person is feeling themselves more, that's going to be a turn on for the dude. And like, and then it's like, just like this circle of, of sexy, if you will. Yeah, and and circle even if it, of sexy, and if it doesn't baby. work out, I really do doubt that it was anything to do Be- with uh, yeah, what you the think. Mole on her back. Yeah, it, it, oh, 100 yeah. percent, no. Like that's never the reason why <laughs> guys just often a lot of times like to have sex, and mm. um, a majority of the time they don't want to date everyone they have sex with, and it, it literally probably have nothing to do with um, yes that stuff. But the the final thing to wrap it up about the the hooking up like first date, second date as well is. Um, you may think like when a guy says like, oh, you know, like if if you want to have fun and go on dates and hook up that like I'm into that and you might think that could change and it, mm. it might often not. And you really have to yeah. like, even if you feel those things during, just arm yourself with the knowledge that it doesn't mean that that guy's actually a better guy or better fit for you. You know, like you. So you're saying like, don't approach it like a challenge. Don't approach it like a mean? challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, the, probably the more you let the guy breathe and develop his own feelings, um, even if you are feeling stuff, I'm not saying like ignore him or play games, but if you're no, feeling stuff, like sure. respect his boundaries as well as your own. Yeah, like, I'm just saying if... like, yeah, like he's got to respect that you're like, listen, if I hook up with you, I'm going to like you more. Like, it's just how it works. It doesn't mean we have to mm-hmm. date or whatever. Um, you, and if you kind of arm yourself with that knowledge, you might be a bit more set when, if you you know the sex is good and you already kind of like him a little bit, you're like, oh, I really am starting to like him. Mm-hmm. Um, just I don't know what you can do about it because you guys kind of got to figure that out. But just know that 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 just because that happened, that he hasn't changed on the inside. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think that goes yeah. that goes both ways. So I think it's so, and it's so appropriate for like all the advice that you've basically given in terms of just like being super upfront. It's like it's also honoring your own standards so like if if that doesn't Mm -hmm. become okay with you anymore you have to also feel confident to bring that up in the conversation and be like you know what actually this isn't for me like I do want something more it can't come from you because you've said that it won't like it it won't I'm respecting that like I gotta go and like I know that's happened with you before and you had a lot of respect for that situation because you were like 
and, she and, spoke her mind and she wasn't trying to change me. She knew that you yeah. weren't going to change. And I think there's like, there's something really nice in that where it's like, we had fun for this time. I'm looking for something different and you go your own way. And you got to yeah. really be careful about <laughs> the insecure guys that will then come right back and try to, cause yeah. there's a lot of people like, again, I am, I am being honest. And Kristen only knows that through years and years of observing but I look yeah. identical to the guy who's not. And I sound identical to the guy who's not. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, he might be saying all the same stuff. He might be communicating during sex. He might, you might think he's just a self-aware guy, but like, then beware. you, yeah, but beware. Like, cause then you might go, listen, it's not working for me. You might say exactly what the girls just said. And he goes, no, but I like you now. Like, sorry. Like, I don't know right, what I was thinking. It is kind of that, like, now that you're not into it, yeah. yeah. He loses so, like, power and then so he wants you, it back. Or you really still have to trust yourself. These, I know these chemicals mm. kind of fuck with us and easier said than done. And I will probably find myself in a bunch of follies too the, from the female side of things that I don't understand. But just take it with a grain of salt. Like, when you listen to people like talk about it from a, a reasonable perspective, then you go and you try to practice it and you realize that like the majority of people that aren't interested in self-awareness really actually, mm-hmm. even if they've heard this stuff before, I have no idea how to, like I, I'm passionate about it. I had a podcast about it for four years. I tr- I've tried mm-hmm. to learn this stuff. That's why I have an opinion like this. And I'm assuming you guys are similar yeah. because you have your podcast mm-hmm. and you talk about it the same way. But the I'd probably say the majority of people don't spend that type of time thinking about this stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. And if they don't have the experience themselves, it's really hard. Anyway, you'll just just arm yourself. Mm-hmm. And once you have that extra degree of perspective, then each experience, you'll start to see it. The plans unravel more and more and you'll realize yeah. these general concepts. But anyway, uh, I just want to help people <laughs> because in the end, I want I people it. to the guy experience. I want people to I want girls to have that guy fun and I want guys to yeah. have that girl fun. Um, yeah. Because we we're just want both people to have fun, out. yeah, and have, have good fun. sex and have fun sex together, yeah. and not feel taken advantage of or manipulated or any of those things. I think that's. I always think it, when someone shows you who they are, just believe them off the bat. Like, don't think anything otherwise. They've and, like yeah, shown you who they are. Them. Yeah. Don't try to and change actions them. Actions over words. Live. Let them be. Yeah. Don't take 100%. their texts or words. Yeah. It's actions are everything. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's the perfect Agreed. way to go out, Trav. Thank you so much. because I'm also. perfect. My mom says. I told you. <laughs> yeah, angel. 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 Um, sunshine. Sunshine. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Trav. And for all those folks out there, do you want to plug yourself? You have 10 seconds. Oh, my God. Yourself. Yes. I'm in John Famous. My band's called Almost Famous now. Not too many jams. Um, I, I haven't been putting out a podcast in a while. Uh, so more focus on the band. John Famos, F-A-M-O-S. We have a show at the Elma Combo December 3rd. Our first show <laughs> back in a I'm year gonna and a there. bit. Aline's going to come. And uh, our most recent song, Summer Days, just got released. Please check us out. Like us at Johnny Famos on Instagram. And you guys keep killing it. Uh, it's a Podcasting is a grind. You'll, you'll realize that. But um, it's a rewarding grind and you learn a lot. And good work. Thanks, babe. Love Thanks, ya. Trav. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good night. Love you both. Bye. See ya. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast or on our TikTok at Accidental Friends. We will leave all of Travis's social media in the info box of this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you Thursday.